0: This is Virginia Parsons, your Hangout Mentor and the host of the Inspirational Business Women Show, where it is my passion and my purpose to bring you, The Entrepreneur, a goldmine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. Now, we have a very special guest today talking about what I think is a very important topic around growing relationships and having lasting relationships I can't wait to introduce her to you and I will be in just a moment so hold on to your hats but before we do that please I appreciate your being here and taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here live for the show and for those of you who are in the replay mode I love that too because I do know that your time is valuable so I'm so pleased you're taking the time and replay to see the information we have for you here today So whether you're live or in replay, let us know where you're hanging out from. I really care about you, and I want to provide you with the best possible experience. I also would like this to be a collaborative of inspirational businesswomen and men, because I know we have a lot of men followers out there. So let us know what your passion is. Let me know what you're all about and what you're doing in your business and in your life. Just add all those comments in the comment section. I would greatly appreciate it. Today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a free hangout marketing assessment. Have you done that yet? It will only take you a couple of minutes to do that assessment. And what it's going to do is measure your skill set and your knowledge base and how to use hangouts and other live stream broadcasting platforms to brand grow and market your business and you might even qualify for a free strategy session with me where we'll sit down and go through your business mm-hmm. and how you can use these platforms to get out there in a big way and do like I say step out of your shadow and shine as a go-to expert so all you need to do to take advantage of that assessment is text the word success success to 307-269-2040 or if you happen to be overseas, all you need to do is go to hangout-marketing.com to take that assessment as well. Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty of the show. I'm going to introduce you to my very special guest, Pamela Vandervoort. Now, Pamela is a terrific gal, and she is a love coach. I love this. I wish I'd known about her about 12 years ago. And she's the founder of Dating for True Love. Now, isn't that the point? Well, maybe not for everyone, but for most of us, we're looking for dating for true love. And she's going to talk to us about that. Secrets to finding lasting love in our lives. Now, listen, guys, if you're here, this pertains to you too. It's all about the relationship we have with one another. So even though we're having a hot topic here that says, is a good man really hard to find? I'm sure that Pamela's also going to talk to us about That same question for men, is a good woman really hard to find? She's going to give us some clarity on that topic first. Secondly, we're going to talk about learning the best dating strategies to find true love. Again, all this would have been so valuable for me a number of years ago, and I know you know someone who this would be valuable for today. Finally, how about avoiding the obstacles to finding true love? Well, Pamela's got some insights on that as well. So, Pamela, go ahead and unmute yourself. Come on in and say hi to our audience, won't you? Hi, everyone.
1: Excited mm-hmm. to share with you my secrets.
0: <laughs> well, that's what we're expecting, and I know you've got them. And uh, through a lot of experience and training, you're going to share with us the best of the best of what you've already learned about finding true love and creating a lasting a lasting relationship that's mm-hmm. really know so fulfilling I know that's the case with me my husband that I found the second time around truly is my true love it is a lasting love and we do a lot of things to keep it good and powerful and so let's start Pamela with a little bit of your background I mean this is an unusual career path isn't it and so I'm sure you've got some explanation for us like How did you become the expert in uh, coaching and finding true love? Well, when I did my master's degree in spiritual psychology at
1: University of Santa Monica, I was um, kind of dealing with the aftermath of my own divorce, and I had started dating. And I just was so surprised by how difficult it was. I mean, when when I got a divorce, I had never had a problem finding relationships in the past. I was kind of a serial monogamist. And all of a sudden, I was just shell shocked. Like, whoa, what happened? And so, for my master's um, master's degree project, I decided to teach what I wanted to learn, which was um, relationships. So, I taught this program, Conscious Relationships, and a bunch of women, of course, you know, did the program with me. And it wasn't, even, it wasn't even geared towards finding love, but turns out, you know, that's what these, these women wanted. And just by applying some of these, these techniques that I learned in graduate school, the spiritual psychology, and applying some consciousness to their relationships, several women actually found love during our, my little seven-week free program. But I still hadn't even occurred to me to make it a business. So when I graduated, I started a group of people who wanted to do, you know, accomplish a goal. And literally all the women who showed up were like, my goal is beloved love. My goal is to find true love. And so I put my thinking cap on and I said, you know what? There's got to be a system to doing this. There's got to be a way to help people find true love without going through all the agony, without learning the hard way and without making a bunch of mistakes. And that's where I came up with my business and my intensive program, which is really the five steps to true love. And it's really a system
0: for finding your your perfect match. All right. I just had to unmute there for a moment. You know... (laughs) we don't really think of this when, when first of all when you come off a divorce it's pretty devastating for most people anyway and then to f- stumble out there I know goodness sakes I hadn't been in the dating market in 15 years I actually chose consciously to focus on raising my young daughter who at mm-hmm. that time was in kindergarten I had two um, young boys who were, you know you know five and seven years older than that and I felt that I needed to give them the attention so mm-hmm. I just sort of bowed out of dating altogether, and it also scared the bejeebies out of me. <laughs> but I did—I bowed out. And had I known that there was a way to do this that wasn't so terrifying, uh, I think I would have probably ventured in sooner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, our, I've never heard of having a system—a step-by-step yeah. system. I just love that you've created that. Yeah. And everyone here, and anyone else out there that you can refer him to, can be the beneficiary of that. In this, in this big world, uh, which is now you know internet based as yeah. well. So yeah. Well, let's let's go into the hot topics because okay. <laughs> the first one I get, I get a real kick out of, and I don't know how many women have probably said this. There's no good men out there. Mm-hmm. it's a good man really hard to find. And I can only imagine that men have said the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, you they know, do. They just can't find any good women out there. And um, even my husband, when we started dating, he said he had a few horror stories <laughs> before we met um, that, you know, almost said, I don't know that I, I want to do this because I'm finding a lot of needy women out there. I want mm-hmm. someone strong and independent and, and can laugh and play with me, and he wasn't finding them until we found each other. So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this topic. Is a good woman really hard to find? Is a good <clears throat> man really hard to find?
1: Absolutely, if you don't believe it's possible. And I have found with women that you know, a few dates with the wrong person and they will sit around and talk about how there's no good men and they'll go online and the men that contact them are just people that they just would never date in a thousand years and, oh, there's just no one good out there. And the thing is that the more that you talk about that, the more that you, you know, see that, the more that you focus on that, then that's really what you're going to get. And the truth is that there's a, yeah, are there some scary people out there? Absolutely. Are you going to come across them online? For sure. But not putting your focus on that and putting your focus on, you know, who do I want to be with? What's a quality man, quality woman to me? And proactively moving towards that will actually make that myth completely go away. I remember when I learned how to date online properly, I could not believe how many amazing people there were out there. And even people who I met who weren't the one were amazing, awesome people who I just enjoyed spending time with
0: and getting to know. Well, that's all. A big part of it is being open uh-huh. to discover. There there are so many people out there. And uh-huh. you, know, you have different compatibilities, I'm sure. And you're not going to know what those are. And you might know what your um, – absolutely not willing to settle for but perhaps you haven't thought through what's really ideal for you and maybe you don't know until you get out into the mix and experience a little bit is that what you were finding yes and and the other thing is that um what people
1: do all the time Especially when you're dating later in life, like dating and later in life, you've pretty much gone through a divorce or you've gone through a breakup or you've had your heart broken. And what I hear over and over again is like, I never want to experience that again. I never want to go through that again. And so you're bringing that past stuff, you're bringing what you don't want to experience again into your present and you're dating in this way of like trying to avoid catastrophe instead of dating in the way of, you know, what do I want to experience now? How, you know, what, what is something that I would really like to experience in a relationship and
0: focusing on that so it it really is a matter of your mindset and where you're focusing so if you're focusing on a good man or a good woman is hard to find that's just what you're going to attract to and that's why you said yes absolutely if that's the way you think
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: when you turn that into the whole dating experience whether or not you know, if you say I never want to go through that you're not focusing on what would be ideal for you at least in a real positive way you're focusing on your fears from the past which isn't going to get you moving forward into a lasting relationship. It's all about focus, right?
1: Yeah, and then it's also gonna really affect how you show up on a date as well. So, and and when I hear from men, speaking of like, are there any good men, what I hear from men, most of all men out there, you're probably gonna agree with me, is like women show up on the date totally goal-oriented. They're like in a job interview, I um, even recently heard from one man who said, you know, I just, I'm really excited to just go out with a normal woman, because every woman's like, what? You're going to take that call? What? Your cell phone's on the table? You know, just, whoa, okay, you know, wow, I, I feel like I'm in the bright light is on me, and I'm in the spotlight, and I'm being interrogated, you know, because coming into it with that I never want to experience that again or, you know, I don't want to put up with that from the past just brings about this whole feeling of being job interviewed on a date, which just
0: doesn't work. Oh, God, no, I can't even imagine that. Yeah,
1: but it happens a lot.
0: (laughs) Well, let's go into the second hot topic because that's important then. And Mm -hmm. that is what you call the best dating strategies Mm -hmm. to find true love and that has everything to do with how you show up on a date doesn't it mm-hmm.
1: it does but then there's also just you know have, knowing how to knowing how to do it you know just so, um in my graduate school in spiritual psychology one thing that, that was sort of the premise of what we learned was that there's the goal line and there's the learning line. So the goal line is like accomplish true love, go out, date, and then when it stops working, you get on the learning line. So if you're online and you're just constantly not getting any results, not getting any results, you have to take a step back and say, okay, what do I need to learn about this experience? So one of the first things on the, on the learning line, I would say, is you know have a great profile. In my um, Dating for True Love online program, I do profile makeovers for people. And what I always see is like, I love to walk on the beach. I love sunsets. I love doing, I love doing yoga. yoga. You know, I mean, you know, I mean everybody, everybody, loves everybody loves sunsets awesome on the beach. Awesome it's just not that unique. If somebody is you know interested in you, are they going to email you and say, hey, I love sunsets too, you know, it's like, so I always say, you know, find something unique about yourself, find something interesting about you and, and put that in your profile. And then everybody always says, you know, oh, I want a man who's got a great sense of humor and who's intelligent, you know, it's like everybody wants somebody who's intelligent and with a great sense of humor and laughs and has fun. So. Pick something unique to say about what you're looking for. Like one woman said, you know, I'm looking for a grown up Boy Scout or, you know, all the attributes of a Boy Scout and a grown up man. That's interesting. It can kind of bring about, you know, good conversation.
0: Well, that really makes sense because you're going beyond the broad, that the sort of thing that everyone would yeah. say, yeah, I like to walk on the beach and I love sunsets and, and I like someone with a good sense of humor. Not that those are important values. It's that what you're saying is um, put something down that sets you apart and, and, and draws attention to some unique values that you would be seeking that might fit better with somebody. Is that correct? Yes, and
1: it also brings about a conversation. Because just because you're online and you have put out there like, oh, I'm looking to meet somebody, oh, I'm looking to meet somebody too, it doesn't mean that you just stop having conversations and like get down to the nitty-gritty of are we compatible. So dating online should really be like a conversation that you're having with somebody. And so if you put some just unique witty anecdotes about yourself that are interesting, then it's a good way of opening up a conversation. And then your emails and your subsequent conversations after that are just a continuation. And that's really a great way of getting to know
0: people. So these are a couple of good strategies. You're starting out really with your profile even before you started to date. Mm -hmm. And then you're talking about how you show up on a mm-hmm. date, as far as your mindset is concerned, mm-hmm. it's not an interview, it is a conversation. Yes, <laughs> good grief, that's relationships in general, isn't it? <laughs> you want to have a conversation and get to know somebody get a sense of who they are what their personality is and you certainly don't want that to feel like an interview that would be crazy okay so do you have any other tips you want to add to that (coughs) for dating success let's just let's talk about as you maybe get past the first date well one one thing is
1: also the way that you date and I I kind of touched on it a little bit before when I was talking about the interview in my program I identify um, five stages of relationships and there's the casual dating stage, the evaluation dating stage, and the committed dating stage. Those are the first three. Well, the thing that's interesting is that a lot of women don't spend any time at the casual dating stage. They go right into the evaluation dating stage and then sometimes they will evaluate somebody in a record amount of time and in their mind they're in the committed dating stage. Some women are in a committed mindset after, like, the first two dates. Well, the interesting thing is is that men tend to be more in the casual dating stage. They can spend a lot of time in the casual dating stage, and a lot of men will enjoy dating. I mean, not all, but a lot. So if a woman is bypassing the casual dating stage altogether, you know, analyzing Oh, do I think he'd be a good husband? How would he be with my kids? Oh, you know, do, do I think that he would be able to be a provider for me? Oh, you know, what, what do you think he would like to do next year on vacation? Do you think he would like to go to, you know, it's like, whoa. So you really have to get comfortable and spend time in the casual dating stage and really learn how to do that well. Even one of my clients is always talking about whether there's an attraction. I don't know if there's an attraction to him. I don't know if I felt attracted to him, but I felt attracted to him. But then I'm like, you don't have to worry about that. Are you having a good time in this moment? Is the conversation flowing? Are you connecting? Do you enjoy his company? So really staying present and learning how to date casually, taking the intensity down like 10 levels. is gonna always make a successful date.
0: (laughs) Okay, gals, did you hear that? No jumping quickly into the evaluation stage. Have fun in the getting acquainted stage. And you know, when I think about that in my own life, and and, uh, just sharing a, a couple of things, you know, my husband who I was in the dating, casual dating stage, We started out golfing together and laughing our way through it because we were both loved golfing, but we weren't great at it, so we we did a lot of uh, duffs, as you would call it. (laughs) And we had a great laughing time on it, and I remember saying to myself, I have no idea where this is going, but I'm having a great time right now, and that's really all that matters. Um, We also went to the zoo. It was the same thing. The whole idea was to have fun together. And, you know, to see. But I, I never do remember going into evaluation at that point. It was like, I'm really out to have a good time. So um, that worked real well for me because we didn't move into evaluation <laughs> stage for quite a while. We had a wonderful, casual relationship to begin with and became really wonderful friends. And I would think that that would be part of the formula, isn't it? It's not about attraction right away necessarily. It might be there. But um, having an, and growing a friendship, it seems to me, is really critical to a lasting relationship.
1: Yeah, it really is, and it's and it's moving through those stages. You know, move, being in the casual dating stage, mastering the casual dating stage, and then the evaluation dating stages, and what people think it is like. Oh, how much does he make? Check. Oh, you know, what kind of job does he have? Check. You know, it's really more about deeper things like okay i just now learned how to ask for what I want from this person how does he receive that you know I mean that's such a big thing it's like so many times it's easy to be goal-oriented like I want to get to that commitment I want to get to that commitment so I'm just gonna ignore the fact that you know I didn't hear from him for a week and then you know he calls me and asks me out that very night and instead of saying hey you know what this is what I want uh, you know I'd love to see you again but I would really appreciate if you could give me a little bit more advanced notice. Is there a better time that we could meet next week? You know, instead it's like, well, he asked me now and I should just go out with him because I want to, you know, get him or, you know, get committed or whatever. And that doesn't work. If you say that same thing, oh, you know, I'd really love a little more advanced notes. Can we plan next week? And if he gets like, well, I don't know what I'm doing next week, then guess what? Move on there's always somebody new and that's that whole scarcity thing like oh there's no good men out there actually there's a lot of men out there (laughs) trust that there will always be somebody new and there will always be somebody new and you won't be afraid to move on from the person that you got attached to when you should have just been casually
0: dating them well i think that's really the key is to give yourself permission to stay in that casual stage for a while Mm -hmm. but as you say also you know, having some of your own boundaries in the process, mm-hmm. not necessarily being available the night they call, but um, letting them know if you are interested in getting to know them better, letting them know that you know, you'd love to arrange something, you know, next week perhaps. I like that. So how long or maybe there isn't a time frame, but on average, how long would you suggest that people think about staying in the casual dating stage? Um
1: I would say definitely the first three dates. You know, you hear a lot about that whole having sex on a third date thing. And I'm like, wow, don't do that, you know, because you should still be casually dating for the first three dates. Um, And then the evaluation dating stage should be at least up to six weeks. And I say six weeks to three months. And a lot of it also depends on the frequency. You know, three dates over a period of three months, you need to have many more. <laughs> many more. You're still casually dating. I don't care if it's been three dates. you know. So a lot of it's, you know, you, you see the momentum starting to build and stuff like that. But I definitely do not think you should be any into the committed dating stage any earlier than six weeks. I always say that nothing, you can't lose anything worth having by waiting.
0: And do you recommend that when people are looking for lasting love that they date several people at the same time or do you recommend that you get to know one person at a time?
1: No, I actually do recommend that you date more than one person at the same time, and that's a really great question. And the reason that I think it's beneficial is because sometimes it can get really easy to get fixated on this one person. And if, uh, you know, you've ever gone through that thing of like, oh my gosh, is he going to call? It's been three days. I haven't heard from him. You know, is he going to call? Well, if you have a lot of other people you're talking to, you won't even notice. <laughs> you won't even notice that he didn't call. You know what I mean? Because you're like busy, you know, doing other things. So that really helps with that, with not being so goal oriented and so fixated on this one person.
0: So, where are the best places to find these really great men and really great women? What do you recommend? So you can <laughs> well, have them more than one at a time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of people are like. Dating more than one person at a time. I can't even get one date. Well, I actually just recently had a client who, when she first started out, she had no dates or she had a series of first dates and could never get to a second date. And after going through this, now she's just like, I'm so busy. I'm dating all the time. And the thing is that, you know, first of all, she did have to learn how to casually date and how to take the intensity down and how to just have fun but also um one of my biggest dating strategies is to go out and find people you know to spend every day going out and finding people that you like because if you're just waiting for the computer to match you with people It's just like you're – and that's where you're going to fall into the myth of there's no quality men because you're just waiting for this computer to, like, match you with people. Well, I don't care how great the algorithm or how wonderful the data, whatever, is. The fact is that you know who you like more than the computer does. And so if you go out and use some of the different features that these online dating sites have to find people that you like and do it on a consistent basis, you will actually find a lot of people. And there's this new app there out um, right now that a lot of women are liking. It's one of those swipe apps. And, um, oh my gosh, how could I be drawing a blog on this? Because I work with this a lot. I'm gonna look at Bumble. And- um,
0: Would you repeat that
1: again? What's it called? Bumble, like Bumblebee. Bumble, okay, Bumble. And and it's so great for both women and men because the woman is the one that that can make has to initiate the contact. The man cannot initiate the contact, so it's all in the woman's hands. And so she swipes right if she likes somebody and left if she doesn't. And then she has to initiate the contact. So it's a really great app for um, getting a lot of you know access to a lot of different people and contacting a lot of different people. And it's kind of fun so I really recommend that for you women out there and I recommend that for you men out there because then you have an opportunity to then swipe right for yes or left for no um, if, if you like them back so it's kind of fun
0: well that does sound fun and it sounds rather adventuresome and um, it gives women a little bit of control in the process but obviously the men have it too I know there's so much more we could go into and of course we go through this 30 minutes so fast but we've got to talk for a few minutes about obstacles okay Before we do that, I just want to let people know that we are going to bop on over to blab for the after show and talk about this in a little more depth and um, make it available to our Twitter friends as well so um, please plan to come join us and blab and um, I will be posting that in the comment section in just a moment I think you'll you might want to ask Um, Pamela some questions yourself and you know get a little more depth in some of the information she's giving you so we will go over there in a few minutes but let's touch base on the obstacles that are interfering with finding lasting love I know you've got a few to share with people
1: Well, the biggest obstacle is fear, which as you remember, you felt really nervous. You know, one of the reasons that kept you from dating was, was really kind of fear. Like, Oh, do I want to get back out there? But the bigger obstacle once you do get out there is, um, is giving up too soon. You know, it's like, going out on a few dates or meeting a few people and um, either not liking them or not be inter- being interested in them. Or say, you know, you go on Match.com, which is sort of the most popular one. And again, you get matched with all these people that you don't like and you feel discouraged and you oh, forget it. This isn't for me. And you quit. Or even if you do meet somebody and you go out with them and they don't call, that's like a big big discouragement for women is when they do go out on a date and they feel like everything went great and they feel like they really hit it off and then they never hear from him again and a lot of women at that point quit but the thing is that you really don't know this person and the best way to overcome that is to just get out there and you know date some more people and also um i think it's really helpful and why i started this business is is when I first started um, really taking this into a business, I started a meetup group called My Dating Support. And my theme was, Dating, Don't Do It Alone. Because you go through these these times where somebody doesn't call and you don't know why and you don't know what you're doing wrong or you're having bad luck online, and it's really frustrating. So in order to kind of feel that safety, to feel that security, to have some help when you're dating, to have that support, because it really will transform your dating experience. It's just like um, I always use the marathon analogy with finding love. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And the people who are the most successful at, at finishing the marathon are the ones that join a running group. You know, it's, you don't see too many people running that marathon by themselves. They're, you know, it's like, they're always like, this is my running partner, you know, this is my running group, my training group, you know, they get a bunch of friends, they train together. I mean, there's a reason for that, because it's very hard and frustrating to do these things on your own.
0: I think that's a great idea. And I bet a lot of people haven't thought of that. So would you suggest, um, do you have that available through your own services, Pamela? Or do you mm-hmm. uh, suggest that people go look for meetups that might be focusing this way?
1: Um, I think that the, meet, the singles meetups are not the best way to go for that kind of support because a lot of times they're just sort of like ways to meet people. But I do actually, you know, I say hop onto my website, get on my list because I actually am going to be um, opening up a Facebook page or a Google Plus page and really starting that community back up again because while I do, you know, one-on-one coaching and I do some group coaching with my programs – I really do think it's so important to have support, and you can start right now by coming over to Blab and and asking me your questions. There's got to be some frustrating wall that you just hit in your dating or something that happened on a date and you're like, I just don't know what happened. (laughs) So take advantage of this and find out now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and post the link for Blab in the comment section. And we're going to um, finish up this interview here and move on over there. And it's you know we're trying blab out as the after show because it's a lot easier for people we are finding to to get in and chat. So I want to encourage you to come on over. And uh, before we say goodbye, Pam, any last thoughts? And again, repeat for them your website so they know where to find you. Yes. Yeah, so it's www
1: and for true love and. My last thoughts would be this. A lot of people feel that finding true love and finding lasting love is this insurmountable task. And I'm just going to tell you that it's really not. There, I really do believe in my heart that there is somebody out there for everybody. And in today's world, it's very confusing because it's like we're all independent. Women are independent. Men are independent. We're taking care of ourselves. We're doing our self-growth. But really, a true love relationship is... A relationship where you have the freedom to pursue your own goals and then you also meet each other's emotional needs as a couple and that's really the way relationships are going and it is possible for you to have it that is the new way of being in relationship and I and dating to have that is absolutely possible and so I don't want anybody to
0: ever give up There you go. Final tip, never give up. (laughs) Do not surrender to frustration. Don't quit. You deserve a true lasting love in your life. And now you've got Pam as a resource. So come on over and join us in the after show on Blab. I have uh, posted it in the comment section, but it is just hmtips.com forward slash I-B-W-S Blab 5. So come on over. We're going to say goodbye here today. And thank you, Pamela, so much for your wonderful advice. As I said, I wish I'd known about it 12 years ago, but I was <laughs> blessed to find a wonderful man with a lasting love. So I guess I did okay. But I know <laughs> there's a lot of people that are frustrated with this topic. So come on over to Blab, and we'll see you over there in just a moment. Thanks so much. Bye-bye now. Bye.